Welcome to the Manage My Wedding podcast, where we believe your wedding is the most important time in your life and you deserve to feel supported and organised when planning the wedding of your dreams. I'm your host, Yvette Sitters. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Today, I want to talk with you about wedding guest seating mistakes and particularly I want to talk about like the different types of seating arrangements that you can go with. So I'm going to run through some of those options and I want to talk about the mistakes for sit down and cocktail. And I want to talk about this because I have not done a podcast episode on this for a long time actually. I don't think I've done one since like I first started podcasting and I think I do like mention things here and there during some of the podcast episodes but I haven't you know just done an episode to give you some options. And I think it's really, really important because I can see some things, you know, horribly go wrong with the seating arrangements that are put in place. And that's why I think it's a really important topic to cover so that you can think about what you feel is right for your wedding. Now, firstly, if I touch on cocktail mistakes first, because it's a pretty simple, quick one if you are having a cocktail style wedding, because as you know, guests are not sitting down to eat. So I feel like this one is a a quick and easy one that I'll tackle first, and then I'll talk about seated weddings as well. So when guests have a cocktail party for their wedding, we still supply food, right? And the biggest thing that I see is not enough seating. Like hands down, this is usually a big thing. People just seem to think if I give guests seats, they're going to sit down and they're not going to dance. But it is honestly so much worse if guests are tired or they don't have anywhere to eat some food or just to have a chat, or you've got elderly people. If there's no seating or not enough, that really can leave like a bad memory of the wedding. And I know that I have been to many cocktail weddings and I know when I have woken up the next day complaining about my sore feet because there wasn't enough seating. So it doesn't mean you've got to have 10 tables with five people if there's 50 guests, you know. It means having a variety of types of options for them to sit on. So, you know, like some couches and some bar stools and some normal seats around some tables, you know, you can mix it up and you can spread them around the room so that guests don't feel like, so you don't feel like guests are sort of hovering in one area. So that's going to really help spread them out. But I just want to say, please do not make the mistake of thinking I'm only going to do 20% of seats for the amount of guests because people will remember that. Honestly, they just will. And everyone is human. Like you think if a guest arrives to your ceremony at three o'clock and then your reception doesn't finish until 11 o'clock, that, that is eight hours. Like it's a long time and a lot of ceremonies don't even have enough seats as well these days, which is fine for the ceremony. That is no issue. But it is if you're expecting people to stand for eight hours and especially if you've got a high number of elderly or pregnant people or young kids because they're going to take the seats first and then no one else is going to be able to take a seat. So that is something I definitely want to make mention for cocktails. Now, seated weddings. There's a few more options and it's a bit more 
complex when it comes to seated weddings. But the number one biggest mistake that I see for any sit-down weddings is free seating. And that is people opting for free seating. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't have free seating if that's something that you want, but there is kind of a good etiquette that you can do to make it work well. And when I'm talking about free seating, I'm talking like, you know, 40, 50 guests over. Like if you're having a small wedding and there's only 40 people or 30 people, fair enough if you don't want to give them all a place card and you just want them to sit anywhere. Because usually when you're having a really small wedding, you really want all those people there and you don't mind who sits next to who or anything. (laughs) But if you know there's going to be any drama or there are family issues, then you definitely still need to do place cards or name cards, some of you call them, depending what country you're in. Even if you've only got 20 guests, if there's family drama, tell everyone where to seat to put people away from people that they might argue with. But back to why I see free seating as a mistake, one of the biggest mistakes, is because it can take guests ages to sit down when they have not been told where to sit. People get like awkward about it and they don't know if they should, you know, wait for the parents or the family to take their seats first. Or even if your family, do you wait for immediate family to sit for first? So everyone kind of hovers and everyone kind of like waits to be seated and it can just drag on and on. And yeah, it just is not comfortable. Or you can have some of those other people who just instantly think that they're super important when maybe they're not, and they race and get that best seat. And then you've got like your mum, who is like one of your bestest friends, who hasn't got a seat near you. And that, that can be really disheartening for them and for you on the day. So you've got to be really careful when you want to do free seating. And I'm going to give you an option anyway, if free seating is something that does interest you, especially if you're like, I really don't want to be getting all those name tags made and I don't want to worry about the seating plan. So what are the options for weddings, for sit-down weddings? Because there is quite a few. Firstly, we all know the typical one of everyone gets a name card. Everyone arrives, there's a seating chart, they, they know where to go, they sit down and they sit in their spot. Easy. We all know that one. We all know that that one's available. Then there is the second option of free seating, which I mentioned. But having reserved tables with signs on them for family. And what you do with this, because this can also become a bit of a tricky thing, you can put a reserved two tables with reserved on it because you want both of your families to, you know, get that prime table. But then people don't know that they may be on the reserved table. So what I would suggest if you're going to do that, all you need to do is literally have a little sign on that table and have a frame and have reserved at the top and then list the names of the guests that are going to sit on that table in the frame and just put it in the middle of the table. Honestly, you don't need to create a seating chart. It's just a list of names in a photo frame on the table and then people will go, oh, I'm on the reserved table. And then they can actually then choose where they want to sit on the table. So you don't need to worry, but they know they have to sit on that table. So that's that one. You can also list who sits 
where on the seating chart, so let's say you've got 100 guests and there's 10 tables, you can still have a seating chart at the, at the entrance and you can list all the guests on there, but they get to that table and they can pick their own spot on the table. So that, that, that is another option if you, again, don't want to do all those name cards and you're like, oh, I don't care, like everyone on that table loves each other, they could sit where they want, no problem, but you still got to tell them they've got to sit on that table. So just do a seating chart and you don't have to then worry about the name cards and place cards on that table. Another thing that I love that people are also doing at the moment, and this can work well really well if you want them to sit anywhere on that table is people combining that the guest favor bonbonieri with the guest name so let's say you decided you wanted to give all your guests a mini bottle of tequila because that is something you and your partner are known for everyone knows you as tequila lovers so you give everyone a little mini bottle of tequila and you put it at the entrance of the reception with their name tag on it And on that name tag says table six. So they go in, they find table six and they can pick a seat, any seat on table six. And I love this. And the reason why I love this is because one, you are saving the venue having to actually put people in the right seats because we all know that that can be a bit of a problem. And if you really are worried about your venue, we I do actually sell a full seating guide in my planning resources. And I'm trying to think off the top of my head, it's like, I think it's like $8.95 or something. Actually, I'm just throwing a number. I didn't even have this written down to talk about, but I just remembered it now. <laughs> I will link it in the show notes. I'm going to stop talking about it. I'll link it in the show notes. It tells you exactly how to seat your guests and where, and it gives you all the templates to give to the venue so that you can make sure everyone's in the right seat and the name cards are in the right spot and your mum doesn't have your back to you and everything like that. So if you need help with that, go and download that. It is cheap as chips and it will save you hours because the job can take hours. So anyway, back to why I love the guest favor with the name on it. <laughs> because as I said, you don't have to worry about the, t- the venue, especially if you've had issues with the venue, putting the names in the wrong spots or on the wrong tables. You also are giving the guest an amazing guest favor, which they're super likely to take home when it's something that that is going to be eaten or drank. And, you know, it's a really nice way for the guest to like arrive at the wedding and they're at the entrance on a table or on a display is a gift instantly for them with their name on it. Like it's a really nice, warm, welcoming feeling. So it, it, it just, for me, it ticks a lot of boxes. It's really, really lovely. And it, it just is works for everything. So it will help you immensely and it will save, again, people trying to walk around and find what seat they should sit at. Because I'm telling you, it can really, really be messy when you do free seating. And I want to mention with that too, if you are doing free seating and you're going to go with my option where I say reserve a couple of tables to make it easier, please don't go putting on your timing schedule 10 minutes for everyone to sit down and find their seat because most venues will tell you 10 minutes, but guests take longer 
when they're hesitant, when they're waiting for someone else to take a seat first, or when they're trying to find their partner to make sure, or their bestie to make sure that they're sitting together. It takes so much longer. So just make sure if you're doing some free seating that you do allow longer. And it can sometimes be nice to kind of have the MC jump on the mic and kind of ask people to kindly take their seat and you know, feel comfortable, sit wherever you like, like, you know, kind of make people not feel so concerned about the seat that they're trying to choose. So I'm not trying to steer people away from free seating because I know in a lot of countries and particularly a lot of states in America that free seating is a really common thing. And I'm not trying to take away from that. I'm just trying to say there's other options that still don't mean that you have to write a a name card for every single person and do a big seating chart. So there are really alternatives. So just to touch on the options that I talked about for a seated wedding, (laughs) a sit down meal, one, seat everyone via a name card, place card, to go free seating with some reserve signs for those important, or three, list who sits where on the seating chart at the front door, but then they pick their seat when they get to that table. So really they're kind of your main three options that you have to pick from. And if you go with one of them, then you're going to mitigate any problems and everyone's going to feel so much more comfortable when they sit down and not feel edgy about the seat that they picked for themselves. So yeah, that's kind of really what I wanted to talk about today is just purely, you know, the mistakes that I see with guests taking their seats and seating arrangements. So yeah, if you have any questions, please come and chat with me on Instagram, manage my wedding. I'd love you to come and say hello. And if you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a five-star review. They just help me so much and they get me pumped up and excited just to give you more episodes every single week. And also, if you have a topic you want me to talk about, I would absolutely love you to come over to Instagram and tell me because I absolutely love delivering, you know, what you want to hear. And until next time, enjoy being engaged and staying stress-free and organized while planning the wedding of your dreams.